0: Now, let's pray for the word today. Father, we just thank you now for this moment, God, the first word of the year. And so, God, we pray that it falls fresh on us. God, the first, the message, God, that will just direct us for this year. Let us introduce it, let us illustrate it, but let it be imparted in our hearts and our minds, God, today that we will be touched, challenged, changed, never the same. And God, I just ask that every word that will come from my mouth, the motives of my heart, be acceptable unto you, God, for you are my strength and my redeemer. God, I'm also grateful for every listening ear in this room, online and even later. God, I pray that they also have an ear to hear what you, the spirit of the Lord, has to say to us, the church, today. And God, I'm grateful for the privilege of impartation God, that you also will feed me on my feet. Give me clarity and understanding of your word so that your lives, the people that you care for so dearly, that you want to draw closer to, will draw closer to you because they know more about you. And God, I'm grateful that I'll have to make anything up, that you've given us vividly your word. And I'm thankful for your word today. Why? Because it's your word that makes us new. Your word that teaches us about you. So make it clear and make it plain. In Jesus' name, would you say amen? Come on, give God one of those big shouts. If you got them, if you don't have it, get one, get one, get one. Wonderful stuff, y'all. Hey, y'all know what time it is, y'all. Let me see them what? Amen. Let me see them Bibles. And if you don't have a Bible, go ahead and signal the ushers and they'll get you squared away. Let me get these lips right there amen. I ain't want to preach and they crack on me. <laughs> I felt that I was going to lick them, but I said, nah, I'm going li- to I'm gonna lip gloss them. Amen. Get them right. <laughs> you say, what happened? Carmex. Oh, yeah. not lip gloss. Huh? Oh, yeah. I ain't doing no lip gloss. That's for the ladies. Oh, yeah. Chapstick. Yeah, chapstick. Yeah. Lip chap. That's not, I, I heard somebody say that. That's like a Southern thing. Lip chap. Amen. God bless you. Usher's got y'all. Let's give them a hand, y'all, as they readjust themselves. Wow. I got a lot to say. But I got all year to say it. Somebody said that sounds good, too. Huh? Amen. But I want, you, I want to draw your attention to something, man, that I um, believe that God has purposed us to talk about. Ushers, go ahead and readjust yourself, you can have your seat. Thank you so much. Give them a hand. They already gave a hand already? All right, let's do it. Well, y'all, I have just been um, really seeking the face of God uh, concerning this year. Um, Last week, I uh, introduced some thoughts that I believe is so essential to us progressing and expecting more. Like that word progressive in our vision, it indicates that more is always in store. That's why we are a progressive church. That's why vision that guides us, it gives us the surety that we are right on track with what God has us now. 14 years ago, y'all, I would not have imagined us being where we are, doing what we do. But God saw this and he has just declared personally that there's so much more that he has in store for us. And so I want to encourage us this year as we move into this great, great year of 2024, I don't want you to just expect more. I want you to have the understanding in your heart that you are made for more. Somebody shout I'm made for more. That's the series we're talking about today, made for more. We got it, y'all. We have it on the inside of us. It's permeating all the way through us every single day in every way. And I just want to encourage you all every day just to walk in the ways of God and do what you was made to do, what you was created to do. We were made for a purpose, for a reason, And that was to bring glory and honor to God and to make his name great in the earth every day. And I just want to encourage us this year to understand this, to really embody this message, to walk in this thing and to embrace it, right? To have a a level of embracing of this thought to understand that we are made for more. Now, as I talk about this, the first thing I believe that we need to have understanding is is that we need more wisdom. Somebody shout more wisdom. So that's what I'm going to talk about for the next week or so is really how to gain more wisdom. Now, we could talk about this all day. I've taught the fruit of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit. That's the first gift of the Spirit, actually. And I've shared it at some point in this ministry quite a few different times. And one of the awesome things about the gift of the Spirit, the first one is wisdom. And just for the purpose of reiteration, the world, from the worldly definition of wisdom, it would give us the assumption that we must gain knowledge. And then what we have knowledge of And how we use that knowledge will be the determination of whether or not we are operating in wisdom. That's the definition from the Webster Amerian perspective, is that when you got enough knowledge or knowledge about a subject or a thing, when you properly apply or use that knowledge, it shows that you are operating in wisdom. Now, from the God perspective, and you all know this, maybe you haven't heard this, but let me reiterate this once more, is that when you understand the gift of the Spirit that comes from God, the first thing that God gives as a gift to every believer is wisdom now after wisdom the second gift of the spirit is knowledge and that's like, like, that's like that's like way backwards from how the world sees it because God says I'm gonna give you stuff that the world hasn't given you yet that's why we operate in faith that we do because what we have been, what we see is just a calculation but our faith allows us to operate in what is unseen in other words when God gives us wisdom what he does is says, I'm gonna give you something that nobody has else has ever told you, has ever given unto you, but I'm going to give you that wisdom so you'll do something that you've never done like you always been doing it. Anybody been in a situation like that in your life? You say, God, I've never done this before, but I need your wisdom in this situation. And all of a sudden, you got a divine impartation of God, and you did that thing, and somebody asked you, how long have you been doing this? And you was afraid to tell them, it's my first time. You had nobody tell you how to do it, how to operate it. And that's the awesome thing about God is that God will give you. you, Nobody has have to always tell you how, how to do something in order for you to operate in God's purpose for your life. Somebody shout more wisdom. So when you understand, when you seek God for more wisdom, you'll operate with better decision making. You'll see things produce in your life unusually. You'll make choices that are beneficial to your life and to your family that somebody didn't have to instruct. Because some of y'all grew up and nobody told you how to be a good husband. Nobody instructed you how to be a good wife. And you have used that excuse for years. Nobody showed me. God said, but if you seek my face, I'll show you. I show you how to be a better man, a better woman, no matter how you was raised because some of us probably didn't have the best examples of everything but when you find Jesus and you get connected with him, amen, somebody anybody, you can't can't credit who you are to nobody but God, amen I'm telling you, some of the the people try to take credit for, oh no, you're going to say if it had not been for Jesus and my knowledge of him I would not be where I'm at today I promise you because somebody didn't tell you everything you know and how good you you, you, you got that through the knowledge of God. And that's what wisdom is and you got to seek more of it. Let me tell you why, let me tell you why. Because I was looking at this thing because wisdom, it is what leads to the abundant life. Wisdom, somebody shout wisdom that leads to abundant life. Now that's what we talked about last week, and I'm gonna bring you gonna hear that thing, come back 10 and 10. I hope you got some understanding last week. If not, man, you can go into the rock rewind and it'll get that thing again because what we was talking about is that the abundant life wasn't about your money only. It has it has benefits to your blight being wealthy and blessed. But it's about your whole life. It's your life outside of even this place and this moment being tuned in. It's a life that is what God has purposed us to live in that supersedes just moments with him, but a lifestyle with him. I don't want God just in this moment. I don't want to just feel God's presence when I'm here. Yes, I love being at church. I love this place. Every time I walk on this campus, man, God just ignites my spirit. But I need the same excitement when I walk in the mall, when I walk in my house, when I walk in my job. Because God wants that life to extend past just the organized moments with him. So wisdom, it leads to the abundant life that God, the full life that God purposed. Because pursuing wisdom will always, somebody shall always let me tell you what's going to happen. Now, I, I can tell you that some of the stuff you're pursuing, it may not always lead to this. Some of the things that you, that some of the information you're gathering, some of the stuff you may be reading or watching, I can tell you that it may not lead to this, but I can tell you what wisdom always leads you to. Every time you pursue or you're pursuing wisdom, it will always lead you to an enriched life. and and enlighten life somebody shall enrich life and enlighten life see every time you pursue wisdom you will will seek more enlightenment and more enrichment you'll feel better it always gonna leave even when the situation don't look right when you seek God's wisdom you'll feel right cause I know that God what I'm looking at what I'm experiencing is not all you got for me I know that there's better for me I'm gonna keep pursuing you more because every time I pursue you, my life is enriched and my life is always enlightened. I want you to have that in your heart today because we live in a world that is filled with complexities and uncertainties. Will y'all agree with that? Yeah. Amen. Some of, some of us, we, we live on a rural system So many, because they say, well, I don't know how the world is going to be, so I'm going to try to take care of myself. I meet people all the time, believers. Well, I don't know what's going to happen next year. You know, I said, but my God does. How many know God knows your end at your beginning? Oh, anybody know that our God is recession proof? Y'all ain't say it like y'all knew that. You thought that the president? See, that's why the, the kingdom systems does not have a president, it has a, it has a Lord and it has a savior, it has a king. It's not elected, official. It's someone that has deemed the promises that has always been in position to fulfill those promises. And that's why we want to live in the world that God, where he brings clarity and confirmation, because we already live in a world that have a whole lot of complexity, complexities and confusion. But I know that we need clarity and some confirmation. Amen. I mean, I'm telling you, in this world right now, you, you I mean, this is an election year. Y'all already know how it's going to get. It's gonna get crazy if y'all ain't ready for it. It's gonna get crazy. It's gonna be crazier than it was when COVID was. We ain't, We. I, I'm telling y'all this. We in the first look at look at 2020 in January. What it, it was calm like this. February came around. You start hearing a little bit. March came around. By the time we got to April, our whole world was in shambles. Look at history. Everybody came into 2020 like, how you doing? Ain't had a care in the world. By the time we got to the end of March, the world shut down. And I'm telling you, 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 if you, if you don't believe, I'm telling you right now. It's been, when, when, when the people start, fighting, the world and its complexities. But if you ain't got the wisdom of God, you won't get confused. I'm saying he almost got. There's some folks, it's some church folk ain't still got back to church yet. They still confused. There's some folks ain't got back on track yet. They still got COVID excuses and complacencies. I meet believers that are still blaming stuff on COVID. Y'all got friends like that? Oh, COVID, 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 stop me. COVID. COVID I, y'all have y'all ever heard me in the history of this church made a COVID excuse? When COVID hit up, we built this church in COVID. COVID did not claim I didn't want I did not want funeral in this church during COVID. Did I not tell y'all that before COVID started? And Moses said, God told me this. I'm just sharing it. See, see, and I know it's going to mess up because when you seek the wisdom of God. Not, 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 if, if Pastor would have died, and if some, y'all would have been talking about me. Oh, he would supposed to be a man of God. Look at him. I'm here. I ain't put on one mask, I ain't been vaccinated. I hug everybody. Amen. I ain't missed one Sunday. I wasn't operating just on my own knowledge. I knew God to be a healer. Amen. I watch folks intubated on, 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 on machines. I'm talking to them days and days, and God brings them through. I'm like, God. Hmm. it's the first of the year y'all I'm just trying to get you there I'm trying to get you understand because you know if, if it was opposite you would say he was operating in foolery but when you hear wisdom what happens is that this is what happens in our minds when we hear wisdom from the God the first thing the enemy wants you to do is reject it Don't believe it. It sounds too much. It it sounds too good to be true. It can't be too good to be true when it's of God. And it takes wisdom to discern the things of God and not of this world because most of the time when God is speaking, it may not match the world's systems. God's word and the world may not go together, it's always in conflict. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? And we don't like we, we we won't say, okay, pastor, that's why I don't, that's why I don't, that's why you never see me chase stuff on, so on media. I don't I not I don't build my sermons around what's going on in the world. I build them on the word. Because if you got more word, you can change the world around you. You can speak to that thing that is not as though what? You start changing situations with the word. And that's what faith is because we live in picture word association and so when the picture don't look right with us, we start changing the word. But the Bible says heaven and earth will pass away but not one tittle, not one dot of God's word will. And that's where we find wisdom at, y'all. In his word. Somebody shout his word. And that's what the enemy that keeps us ignorant. We got people that can have good conversations but they can't talk about this word. They can tell you what they think, but they can't tell you what God said. Because when God says it, that settles some stuff in your life. I'm telling you, okay, y'all go. This is going to be a hard year already. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell I'm going preach I- to you. I-, I-, I blew in the face because I, I want to see you better. I want you to operate with more wisdom and start speaking stuff and believing stuff that God said and watch him work it out and stop looking like, well, God, if you meant for it to happen in my life, it just will. God said, that's not how I operate. Operate on certainty and surety. Faith, not fallible. Amen. Let me tell you why. This is let me define wisdom. Somebody shot define it for me, then pastor. Okay. This is what exactly it is. So you don't have no assumptions of it. Because sometimes people say, well, you know, this is what it is. This is what I think it is. I, 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 I it's not what we think it is, it's what it is. When you talk about wisdom, wisdom is. It transcends just knowledge it's the ability to apply understanding with discernment Hear this grace and humility and so I thought and what happens a lot of time when you start speaking boldly about your wisdom some people can't assume it as ag- arrogance Look through the Bible. When Joseph went to his 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 family and told them about the dream he had, the first thing they did they assumed his ag- arrogance and they locked him up. But they didn't realize that they won't one day have to go to him and beg him for food. He was trying to tell them then. And what happens is that when people usually hear words of wisdom, they reject it because it doesn't make sense logically. So, you have to present it in a way you have to have discernment, you have to understand the grace that comes with wisdom, but also the humility, not the unauthentic one, but the real one. Somebody, Bella Renee Francis' parents, whoever that is. I ain't never seen a whole name come up there before. They they really need you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let me me wait for it to get out of my live stream. Bella Renee Francis. I'm trying to move my head out of the way. All right, there you go. <laughs> Amen. Bella. <laughs> they really want it, y'all, boy. They really want you. Hey, Amen. Just roll out of here. Just get on the ground and just roll out of there like that. So Nobody won't see you. So nobody won't see you. <laughs> Wisdom. <laughs> It's the place. Wisdom is the place where all your good actions flow from. All your greatness, it flows from the wisdom places in your life. It is the art of seeing the world through empathetic eyes, making decisions with foresight, and embracing and understanding how all things work together. Wisdom requires us to be able to say, man, I can see that bad, I can see that good, but I can tell how this thing can come together. I can look at the bad in my life, I can look at the good in my life, and I can see how God, anybody look back over your life and say, God, if I change that, I change who I am? Yes. I'm having a conversation with my dad, and, he, and you know, we were talking about, I said, I don't wish nothing changed, because if that changed, that whatever happened bad in my life would have changed, I would not probably be the person I am. I can't go. Wisdom has me to. Oh, I can take that bad situation and say, you know what? I can't change that, but I can apply it to this and look how God worked together for the good. I mean, look at your life, y'all. If you don't learn wisdom, you'll always be blaming somebody for what they didn't do for you. Some of y'all ain't fulfill your purpose because you're still blaming your parents. Still waiting on them to apologize. I ain't way else because so and so did this to me. Is that going to be your excuse this year too? Use the wisdom of God and say, yes, they did not do right by me, but God has always been good to me. Now, let me take that and work that thing together and watch how God make a better person out of you. You don't know how your testimony is going to impact the world if you just realize that God got more. I ain't even got to the text yet. Jesus, wisdom. So as we seek wisdom, I believe that there's a person in the Bible named Solomon that brings about a great subject point. Would you turn in your Bibles with me? I'm going to start, I'm going to share something, but I want you to go there for the the text. Proverbs chapter 4. Now, many of you know who Solomon is, but I just, I guess I don't want to assume or insult your intelligence concerning him. But Solomon I want to bring him up as a subject point today because Solomon who is known as the most somebody shot the most he has been known and penned as the most wise and powerful king ever I mean if you put Solomon against Jeff Bezos Elon Musk Donald whoever else out there who has who, who who wealthy out there Uh, 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 Mike Zuckerberg you put all of their stuff together and it still don't amount to him Every all the rich and wealthiest people and probably most of them they don't claim Jesus still does not compare in comparison to the wealth that Solomon had but this is important y'all because Solomon didn't even ask for that stuff Solomon had a different perspective than anything. He was the most wise and most powerful king to date. He prayed for wisdom. Somebody shout wisdom. And and he didn't just pray for wisdom. Look at this, y'all. At a later part of his life, he prayed for it at the earliest part of his life. And this is important, y'all, because we're at the earlier part of the year. I don't care how old, how young you are, here we are at the early part of this life, this this year, 2024. Before we go and start making decisions, I know you seven days in, you probably messed up already, but let's get it right. Come on. Before we get started, Solomon, before he went into his reign, he asked God, he said, before I ask you to bless me with wealth, before I ask you to bless me with anything, even before I ask you to conquer the enemies that I already got, like, like, like Solomon inherited enemies. People that hated his daddy, when he became king, they, they hated him even more. And so he could be like, hey God, you know, at least wipe out my enemies so I can start off with a fresh slate. Anybody wish God could wipe your enemies out, right? They're like, come on God, get rid of that joker next, not, not next to you, I mean at my job. God, give me more money and I'll I do better. I, that's, that's what people pray are. Huh? No, they, they, God, give me this, give me that, give me that. God, cause nobody to hate me, but still bless me. How many of you ain't going to ever experience greatness if you can't take no hate? I promise you that. I tell you that all the time, right? Let me have a whole lot of stuff with no problems. That ain't going to happen. But this is what he said God, I know the stuff is coming, I know the stuff is present. Give me the ability to handle it, give me wisdom give me a lot of it yeah. because all the stuff I got here it is I can't keep without it Amen. oh y'all gonna hear me today boy because right. right. that's what wisdom have to be continual because when you get more if you don't continue to operate in wisdom you won't keep it Amen. Amen. Jesus Amen. God can bless your life Bless you with a family. Bless you with children. But if you don't continue to be wise with it, you'll lose that husband. Lose that wife. If you don't ask God for daily wisdom, more of it. God, you give me all this. I mean, y'all, y'all, think, y'all, think, I, 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 I wish I was, at, I sometimes I'd be like, God, can take me back to the little church where my whole monthly budget was $4,000 a month. Oh God that was good I, have, I walk around here like y'all did, it was no problem now it's like 30000 a week <laughs> pressure more wisdom is required upkeep what God, when God gives you more if you ask for more wisdom you will lose everything that's in your possession y'all hear me today People think, I know this stuff is a little easier. No, it's, 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 it, it takes more wisdom now to manage more stuff, to make sure things are paid and things are done and ministry. Because what happened is that, boy, hey, what y'all going to do? We get more calls. People don't like the big church until they need something. They ain't calling a little church down the street and ask me to pay their mortgage because they, they can't even t- take care of that. I'm just sharing with you how the more requires more wisdom. So, God, before you be, instead of you you giving me more, give me more knowledge of you so that when I get more, I can manage it properly. Amen to that, somebody. You're praying for a husband, you're praying for a wife, and you can't even take care of your own self. God bless me. God said, take care of yourself. I ain't asking God for added responsibility. When you selfish still. When you still self-centered. When you think your way is the only way. You think I'm going to give you a model marriage? And then you're going to change when you get a husband? You're going to be the same way. <laughs> y'all, ain't gonna, y'all, y'all ain't gonna like me this year, because more gonna require more I need to operate with better understanding I'm I, I, I telling you man, I've don't, I don't, I, I, I been, I been doing this work but I haven't always operated in the God way I'm talking to y'all and us because you can lose everything off of foolish decisions oh Jesus I'm almost out of time. The clock keeps going fast back there. They be they be look at the clock. Hallelujah. Thank you, I appreciate you. It's first of the year. My God. So 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 Solomon in his moment, he said, God, give me more wisdom. When you think about this he said this and if you want the reference I'm not going to preach on it but I'm going to give you the reference 1st King chapter 3 you go there you can read that chapter you'll see what Solomon prayed for what more wisdom he didn't ask for wealth he didn't ask for long life he said God give me wisdom to govern what you've entrusted in my care Solomon requests for wisdom look at this and this, this, this thing got me right here y'all because it, 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 it was a personal conviction in my whole life, right? When I read this, it says that when Solomon asked God for wisdom, it says that God was pleased to shout pleased. And this is personal, right? And, and you can adopt this, and I hope you can see it the way I just felt it when I read it. I got out of trying to make God proud of me. I want him to be pleased with me. Because some of us, because, 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 Ron, you you spoke you spoke a word on me, and, and that thing kicked my heart when you shared it the other night. You know, because I I want to get out of performance based and live more purpose based. Because I could be like, God, you proud, Mama, you proud. stop stop telling your children you're proud of them and say I'm pleased with you. I'm pleased that you make good grades. I'm pleased that you're obedient. Because sometimes we can, proud can cause you to only live off of performances. And you're proud, of God? And see, that's why I understood when Solomon asked God, it says that God wasn't proud of him. It says God was pleased. It said when God was pleased, God didn't just give him wisdom. The Bible says that he blessed away everything else. Somebody shot everything else. He got more. If you expect to live in abundance and remain in abundance, you must consistently seek wise counsel and make wise choices. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 4. And and, and, and this is so awesome, y'all, because he is telling us in the text to get wisdom, hear this, at any cost. Like, 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 like Solomon is writing this assumed and I would say even certainly that he says I need for you to get wisdom at all costs like this whole text it tells us I don't care what you got to get or go I don't care what you got to go do or go through to get it you got to get wisdom if you want to operate in God's purpose for your life somebody shall get wisdom Man, this thing was talking to me, right? Because it was dealing with forsaken stuff, you know, uh, 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 deleting the silver and even the gold out of your life, the possessions, the world possessions to seek the wisdom of God and His purpose for your life. Perverse chapter four, he urges us. He persuades us and he pushes us. In verse number four, it says, then he taught me and he said to me, take hold of my words with all your heart. Keep my commands and you will live, live, live. Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget my words or, hear this, turn away from them. That means that once you get wisdom, you better keep staying with it. Because sometimes we can get wisdom and then we'll walk around like we know everything. I'm serious, it happens to all, we got enough information, y'all know people that got enough knowledge to be dangerous? They study a little bit and think they know everything, no, you gotta keep going. It says don't, it says get wisdom, get understanding, don't forget, do not forget my words or turn away from them. It says do not forsake wisdom. Somebody said don't forsake wisdom. It says, look at it, I love this part, it says, it says, don't forsake wisdom and she, lady, say hey, They miss. Like wisdom is personified as a woman. Uh, <laughs> that's all the thing. The lady was like, "Okay, I'm wisdom. I'm wisdom. I'm wisdom. That's my wise choice right there." Okay, y'all gonna get this later. All right, Amen. Don't forsake wisdom, and she will protect you. I ain't gonna get. I going get that. I ain't gonna get that this Sunday though. The lady's like, Pastor, you got to you, you, you gotta, you gotta start talking about me. I tell you, so I said, take my time now. All right. It said, love her. And she will watch over you. Any wise women in the house today? Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. right. Oh, Jesus, I, I, I can't preach it. I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to get to verse six today, but I'm, I'm going to get there through this, this, this year. Seven says, the beginning of... Of wisdom is this is this not the beginning of the year get it hold on hold on hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. it says the beginning of wisdom is this get wisdom do it cost all you have get understanding somebody say amen to me alright alright cause this is this is crazy Ooh, this is crazy stuff. Are y'all feeling me already? All right, y'all may be alone with me. Y'all may laugh with me this year. Because I ain't just talking to you. I want to see more operate in your life. Because God seeks to lead us through his voice. He knows that wisdom from him, hear this, is the best road to our abundant and full life. Man, I'm telling you, man, God knows that if we take heed and we hear his voice, it will lead to nothing but the best for us. Wisdom allows you to walk uprightly so that you would not stumble through the paths of life. I'm tired of us just getting by. I'm tired of us just hoping that it turn out okay. Man, God said if you operate in wisdom, you got assurance that it will turn out for your good. Like I'm telling you, 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 you may enter in a relationship, if you operate in wisdom, you won't hope it work. Amen. The next time you choose a career or business, you won't hope it matters. When you operate in wisdom, you say, God, I believe that I took the necessary steps to do this thing the right way. I saw your face, and I got a guarantee I won't stumble through life trying to make it happen. I'm tired of stumbling. Somebody look at the name and say, I'm tired of stumbling over stuff. I want to see some stuff happen this year. I want your ideas to come to fruition quickly. I want to hit or miss. It might work out. No, I saw the face of God and it shall come to pass. Now, this is what wisdom do for us. He, it guides our life according to the Bible. That's why he said you got to do it at all costs. Because when you do it at all costs, you'll delete the credits. I never confirm credits. People say, Pastor, why you don't deal with them? I say, because I ain't got time for them. Because I ain't been giving them no voice. Because I'm, I'm speaking on the confirmations of God that he will do what he said he's going to do and not what the critics say he ain't going to do. Okay. That every time you speak what God's going to do in your life, you're going to be somebody say, well, you know, you need to have this. You ain't done this yet. God said, I've given you wisdom to make some things happen. Wisdom means hearing and doing God's word as you walk this Place in life. Let's look at verse number four. I got about three minutes and I'm going to cover one and we're going to pick back up on this. Somebody say, okay, y'all okay with that? Or you want me to keep going? All right. I only got one service, so I, I'm gonna preach like I was in Nigeria. I was in Nigeria. They, they, they say, Pastor, you got, you got two hours. I say, like, okay, Jesus, thank you, hallelujah. <laughs> they were waiting. They were like, take as long as you want. I like, okay. I said, I got to go back to America and tone this thing down. There was this TV station called me. I mean, they've been calling me all over, uh, and they said, Pastor, I need you to send me your message, but can you uh, put them in 27 minutes? I said, well, I'm sorry. I won't be on there. <laughs> they, I mean, I've been getting called every week. They, hey, Pastor, can you just, can you show, can you? I said, I can't cut that out. I said, if you want me, you got to take the whole hour. <laughs> That's what I told them. I, I, can't, I can't do no 27 minutes. Lift a hand. Let's go. Amen. If you hit here to check the block, go ahead and go. All right, New Year, y'all. New Year, here we go. I'm. I'm gonna look at. Let's look at verse number four, and we are gonna go. Okay, verse number four. Let's go. All right. It says, Then he taught me and said to me, Take hold. Somebody shall take hold. So I gotta teach you how to gain this wisdom, how to get it at all costs. That's why I'm spending this time because you got to be able to get it at all costs. It says, Take hold of it. That means you got to grab it. He taught me. Says, Take hold of my words with all. Somebody shall all, all your heart keep my commands and it don't say you might live, it says you what? You will live. That's why I tell you, you live every day. You die one time, but you live every day. Every day, God, I'm trying to live for you, I'm trying to do more of you, because I ain't always got it right. Let me tell y'all the truth. I haven't always operated in wisdom. Made poor choices. And know his word. But let it go. If you don't hold on to God's word continually, you're bound to make a bad decision. You can know this thing. You can be in church your whole life, be around it, read it, and understand it for a moment. But then your situation change? Your mind changed. Hurt is your heart. Because I'm telling you, man, you can find somebody who know God's word, but let their heart get hurt. That same, that same believer that no God will let that, that something happen that's why it says hold this word take hold of it where it says take hold of this word with all your heart keep my commands cause I found out boy when we hurt we make some stupid choices we don't feel good we don't feel right when we've been disappointed we can take that same wisdom and walk away from it I ain't saying that to me today Take the same wisdom we know because every time we know better, we don't do better. It takes wisdom to take what I know and apply it so I do better in my life. And I'll be there and say, God, this is what you're trying to say. Here, he's recalling. Somebody shout recall that teaching. When you want to make wise choices, you have to recall back to your mind some stuff. Because I'm telling you, man, when you're dealing with yourself and in your flesh, you can forget. Because you may operate in your feelings for a moment, but you asked, hold on for a second. I know this ain't what's best for you. Let me recall back to my mind what God said to me. Anybody ever had to recall back to your mind a decision and say, God, this is not your will for my life, and if I apply this to my life, what I'm feeling, it ain't going to work because some of us have made some bad. I'm t- I, I ain't talking about y'all. Some of us have made some bad decisions because we got in our feelings about something. And we did not recall back to our mind what God's word said because we didn't take hold of it, we let it go. Y'all know how folks do, we sit that religion on a shelf for a second. Uh-huh. So you can go deal with your co worker You know how y'all get. Some of y'all deal with them, oh, why are you left in the living room? And we'll put this with faith in the living room. I'm going to come to the room and cuss you out. <laughs> you know how I said? it. And then you'll walk out of there and say, I'm still saved. Go to your job and say, I'm still a. And then what happens is that, Jesus, yeah, we got to take hold of it. And this is what it says, it says. The instructions is to take hold of the word of wisdom and keep it because it implies that the teachings are not merely to be heard, but it is also to be internalized and hear this, to be lived out. How you live it out will be how you internalized it. The Bible talks about it all the time. What's in you will express itself outwardly. Like, like, like I know you won't think your actions mean anything, but it does. The way you act, the way you respond, the way you uh, 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 express yourself in certain situations is a proven factor whether or not you heard the word right and applied it to your life in wisdom And so, because how you live it out, because it says, when you take my word, take heed to it, what you happen? You're going to live it out. That's the life that God, God said, if you take my word and you hold on to it and you keep my commands, you will live in the life that I promise you to live in. Anybody declare that you want to live in the life that God purposed for your life? amen you're tired of living below your privilege today like I'm tired tired of living in the same cycles not experiencing God's best for my life God says start taking my word my word and live it take my commands as true and not when you just feel like you want to or not this phrase and live emphasizes that following God's teachings leads to a fulfilling and prosperous life can I tell y'all the truth when I walk in obedience, my life is so much more fulfilling. Amen. I mean, we were telling these young adults that are about to be grown. He said, Man, most of I t- I said this last week as well. I said, Man, most of my, my good stories that about the goodness of God and where He brought me from was really most of my mistakes Amen. and my foolish choices. Wow. And God has looked out for fools and babies. That's what He looks out for all the time. Man, I, I mean, I made some choices that probably should have killed me. But they ain't got to be your testimony. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, You could be wise up front. See, 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 when Solomon asked for wisdom, he asked for it at an early age. At an age where he knew that problems would come, but didn't want to go out and gain his own experiences. And let life teach him a lesson and say, God, I want you to show me the lesson. Cause how many know that life can teach you some lessons that you don't want to learn? <laughs> Jesus, boy. Them lessons, you'd be like, Lord, you could have gave that to my enemy. I ain't want that, but all you had to do was take heed to His word. I've learned these lessons. I'm ta- I, God, if I just stay obedient and keep Your commands, my life gonna be fulfilling. I ain't gonna say ain't gonna be problems, but it's all gonna be purposed. I ain't gonna say stuff ain't gonna come against me, but I'm gonna make it through everything. Everything. And then the verse five, I'm going to let you go. I told you, first row, but but I'm, I'm a Baptist in, in my heart. I got to close three times at least. Five says, Get wisdom. Somebody shall Get wisdom. Get, get understanding. Get Do, not Do not forget. Y'all see that? It says, Get it, get it, don't forget it. Okay, 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 okay. Get it, get it. Get it, get it. Y'all got that quick? boy. Well, get it, get it. it. So when you got it, <laughs> oh, how quickly we forget. Woo! Yeah. I call that the ignorant zone. Ooh, that, that zone is crazy. It is a horrible place to be in. Ooh, that place is, we'll talk about it one day. I want you to get it, get it, and not forget it. Because anytime you forget, it's a sign that you turn from it. See, the word forget is a turning of your mind. So you may not think you went anywhere, your mind just did. The word forget means that I, I turn from what I know to seek what I feel. And anytime I turn from what I know to seek what I feel, I operate in foolishness. Anytime I forget what I know and do what I feel, I operate in foolishness. And we made some foolish choices, boy. Promises that we'll never do that again, but what happens? Feelings enter, and we walk away from what we should have get, and we forget and end up walking away and I will our it. This verse right here emphasizes, y'all, the importance of actively, somebody shall actively, act, actively seeking the wisdom and understanding of God. That's why I told you, you can't ask for more and God not require more from you. You cannot. You have to keep going back, God. And I'm going to talk about this. I got a whole lot of scripture to tell you how to go back to God, what he says when you come back to him. James talks about it we'll get there in these weeks to come that God never gets upset with you you keep asking him for more wisdom he said you'll never have to live in lack of wisdom he declared that over our life all the time he says I want you to actively pursue and seek wisdom it encourages us to pursue understanding hear this and make it permanent somebody shout permanent Make it a permanent part. That's what forgetting means, is that when I receive a purpose and promise of God, I have to make it permanent in my life. This is not something that is temporary. This is something that should be permanent in our life. It instructs us to not turn away, which means that the idea that the wisdom being imparted in us is not valuable. Anytime God is sharing something with us, we should hold on to it like it's valuable. That's why Solomon is encouraging us to get wisdom at any cost. Because when you get wisdom, you have to declare it's valuable, and nobody in no situation is going to take this away from me. Because if they take it away from me, I'm gonna turn into who I used to be, and I not operate in God's fullness for my life. That's what God wants. He want us to embrace this thing, this wisdom, wholeheartedly.